Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Sarah Peel. This is a podcast where we discuss all things related to entrepreneurships, running a startup, chasing your dreams, and living your best life. This is your host, Sarah Peel, and this is episode 28. So, to about this episode, I decided to talk about a topic that I'm hearing more and more about, and it's actually related to um, what this is, which is a podcast. So basically, in 2018, if you have not been living under a rock, which I would assume most of my listeners don't live under a rock unless you're a Patrick Star, you probably are familiar with podcasts. That's how you found me, that's how come you listen, you probably listen to a lot of different podcasts, but you're probably also very much aware of that kind of being the new it media of the online world at the moment. So, you know, you probably heard of things like um, iHeartRadio having the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards, etc., etc. Some of the podcast movement uh, convention that happens every year. Uh, podcasts, just in general, you know, um, you've probably seen a lot of different radio hosts starting to have podcasts, celebrities, etc. Podcasts seem to be the new big it. And as someone who, if you are familiar with my if this is your first episode listening to, or you've listened to some past episodes, you might remember that I mentioned that as a child, I actually always wanted to be a radio host. Um, I even was looking to go into college for that, which I still think would be a lot of fun. But having a podcast kind of fulfills that dream in its own way. But instead of being, you know, an employee or a contractor for a different platform, it's something that allows me to have complete and total control over every little aspect and detail of my radio show, technically, which is really my podcast. So there's a lot of perks to a podcast. You know, there's a lot of fun. You have complete total control. It could really be about anything. You can decide how often you want to upload. You can decide what your topics are about. Are you going to have a guest? Is it going to be a solo? Are you going to kind of do a mix of both? Is it going to be audio only? Is it going to be audio and video? Is it going to be video only? There's tons of different aspects that come into play with it. And that can make it a little bit difficult, especially as someone who maybe hasn't done content creating of any type of format before who might be looking into stepping the, into the world a little bit, decide that podcast is really the best option for them to do, to go into at first. So I decided, you know, as someone who just started a podcast of my own uh, six months ago, yes, January marks six months of this podcast being out there. I'm super happy and excited about that. I can't wait to see what 2019 brings for my podcast. It's something really I do enjoy doing. It's a lot of fun. And I hope that comes across in my content. Um, I know probably not the audio is always the best and the editing, but it's a learning curve, as with anything in life is a learning curve. But it's something I am passionate about and I have a lot of fun. So if I can help and encourage anyone to do a podcast, I would love to do that. So I decided for a change, just kind of switch up the show a little bit. I'm going to just dedicate this episode on what people should know, consider, and think about in terms of starting a podcast. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Podcast. So you decide, maybe I want to create a podcast, you know, I think it's kind of the new way. You know, I want to kind of become familiar and kind of have a personal brand. Maybe you have a business you want to kind of get into, so you decide podcasting would be a great way for you to do it, etc, etc. You decide you want to create a podcast. And you're probably wondering, what is the first step that you should consider? One thing is names. I think a lot of people don't put input in names for anything, whether that's a website, video channel, podcast, etc. Names are in a crucial role, especially in, as you know, in the year 2019, a lot of people have websites, a lot of people own domains. Um, so it's not as easy as you may think it is to find a name that you can legally claim 
and use. So you might do some considering of what, you know, your theme is. Like in the case, I will use my own podcast as an example, Entrepreneur Bike. Um, as someone who is an entrepreneur who kind of left it set aside for a while, getting back into it, and someone who has a lot of fun and passion for it. Um, I love, I'm a business nerd. I love it. I can't help it. It's just a something that I have a lot of passion for and I like helping people teaching people all about it to, to let them know what they can do because I do think it's very empowering and as I mentioned in previous episodes if you have listened to the show before the internet has made it so much easier ever than ever to do a podcast and to or not a podcast but to you know have an entrepreneurship and be able to do different projects it has created a whole new genres of, of not genres I should say but whole new segments and sectors in the market for ways to make money and a profit and things along those lines so it really is an exciting time to be alive and with that being said though you know you think probably naming would be the least of the thing you should consider or even worry about starting a project like this I would say it's probably the first thing you should do you know you probably if you already know you want to do a podcast you know what you want to talk about uh, it's a topic you really are interested in you really think you have a lot of fun with doing it you probably already know what you're going to talk about so based off that, I would say suggest looking at some words that kind of give that away, maybe a play on some words, something along those lines to figure out. So in my case, as someone who has a podcast about entrepreneurship and business, uh, entrepreneur just made sense to have that word in because it's not something that I see in a whole lot of other podcasts. So I decided to use that word. Bite comes in. Uh, well, obviously, I want to say my podcast, I do try to keep it around 30 minutes, give or take, for each episode because I know we live in a time and age, again, where everybody has a super short attention span. They don't have a lot of time to listen to something. They probably don't want to spend a whole lot of time sitting and listening to something. Um, even if they are listening to this as they're doing other things, you know, time is of essence and precious. You need to be able to use it wisely. And as a woman of not very many words, it kind of makes sense to make this shorter for myself, even though I do record every week. So I decided to Bite makes it's entrepreneur bite. So from there, I said, well, how am I going to spell bite? Now, if you know, again, in the past, maybe you are a follower of myself. Well, that's not sound very good English. I apologize. If you are a follower of me, uh, you might be familiar with my tech blog that I've had for a very long time. It's virtualityblog.com. It is a blog that I have had for a very long time. So I had a different couple variations of that domain name but basically it's a technical blog uh using my technical training i have done in the past and technical work i have done in the past and my passion for technology that i use that theme so it made sense to use the term byte and basically spell it in the way that the technical byte so so that's where that came from so it just made sense to use that so of course i had to just search to make sure that that spelling and i figured because it is kind of a lesser known of the that word and a lesser used uh spelling of that word i figured it'd probably be okay sure enough it was so that's where this podcast name came from so i do recommend take your time you know research it think of what your topic is about what you're passionate about think of a play on words to use uh for your podcast um also think about the formatting of your podcast so again i'm as someone who really wants to do more of having my own personal brand and getting more into doing more content making especially I want to eventually step into the world of video which I've done some in the past for other jobs um, but you know something that I'm not super confident in myself with yet so I figured you know again doing an audio podcast made more sense so I can kind of get familiar with talking just to myself to you know when you record to essentially kind of get a feel for that but I didn't have to see myself do it which is good. So if you're somebody who is shy and self-conscious like I am, you probably 
would want to do an audio version too. But you know, podcasts, there's so many different varieties that you could do a podcast, like my podcast, audio only. You could do audio and video. You could just do video. It kind of depends. So figure out what you want to do in that term. You know, do you want to kind of also specialize in having this on YouTube? Do you want to just do this on other traditional platforms uh, for podcasts? Anything along those lines. It's really up to you. That's what's so fun about it is you being in complete control of your own podcast. So figure out what you want to do for that. Uh, then also you need to think about how often you're going to upload. I do suggest, you know, as someone who talks about time, um, commitment and management as I have a whole episode dedicated about that if you want to listen back yes I am not afraid to do shameless promotion for my other episodes uh, but I do have a whole podcast about time management and tips for improvement on that set a realistic goal for yourself you know um, it's important to not set yourself up for failure you know yes I, like I mentioned if you've listened to my episode about the goals I have for myself for 2019 I mentioned I would like to eventually maybe increase how often I upload but knowing my work schedule and my life, you know, at the point, just doing it once a week made most sense. So, you know, take that into consideration how often you're going to record because it does take time to record depending on how often you record, how many episodes you record at a time, editing, etc. Kind of all depends on that. So take that into consideration on how often you want to record. I will say, you know, consistency is key in anything, especially in terms of business and growing it so you do want to make sure it's something that you really can stick to fairly consistently um, and something that's easily more easily attainable for you to do so I do think you should need to keep that in mind but you know you need to decide how often you're going to upload and how long your podcast is going to be second do uh, uh thirdly i guess really you want to think about music so as you know uh you probably hear at the start of each podcast episode at the end i do have essentially intro and exit music um that is music that i had actually created myself i'm very proud of it uh so i do recommend doing that now again if you are familiar with um the digital millennial content act things along those lines copyright uh you if you know you're probably familiar with the copyright strikes of like on YouTube, etc., you do want to make sure you are using either music that you have explicit permission to use. So that means probably no big recorded named artists you'd want to use for your music. Um, anything along the lines, it's probably better to either have someone write one up for you or do it yourself. Uh, I did actually do use an app to create mine, so I will go ahead and share that with you all since I do think it's very fairly easy to do it i use music maker jam it is a free app it's on both android and iphone um and it's pretty easy to make short little music you can have fun with it i think it turned out really good um, and then of course i did edit it down and made it what you know it would come in louder and fade etc so you know make sure that you can have the editing done um there are tons of people who can offer this service for you heck if you want me to do it i would be more than happy to help you on that or point you in the right direction uh but for the most part you know it's not difficult you could do it so you need to think about if you're going to have that also are you going to have kind of a audio intro in terms of you introducing yourself the format how you're going to open each episode how you're going to close things all to keep in consideration because that might impact the music for your uh, podcast as well with that being said um, a couple other things to keep in mind like I said so you do want to make sure that you have a good quality way to record each episode um, I know a lot of people especially if you go on things like some of those uh, Facebook groups um, podcast movement which is a great group I am a member of it I do think they have a lot of sound advice I will say there are a lot of uh, people who are kind of set in their ways on there so you might kind of be a little bit put off by some of them um but you know 
think about the quality and equipment you have. Most people say, oh, you should buy, you know, a really nice computer, a really nice microphone, headset, etc. Which is true, um, but really at this point, you know, in this day and age with the technology we have, everybody pretty much has a cell phone at this point. Um, a lot of people have computers. I would say you probably already have the equipment to get started for it. With, you know, to get started with the podcast. I wouldn't worry too much about spending a couple hundred or up to a grand out of pocket right away to get started. Um, like for an example for myself, I actually use a headset that I use for my job um, that I use to record. It has the headphones with the microphone. It works. Um, it's probably the best quality and best sound now, but you know, for someone who kind of started this as a hobby and see where it go, you, I don't think it's bad. You know, it gets the job done. It's relatively easy. It's very simple to record with. So it made my life a whole lot easier. So I'm like, that's what I'm going to use. Um, I also already had my laptop. I use Audacity, which is a freeware where you can audit audio on it. Um, there's tons of useful guides for it. It's pretty simple and straightforward, pretty easy to learn. No bugs have ever been found or associated with it, so it is a completely safe software to use. They do have the free and paid version, um, which essentially the paid version means you're going to order an actual physical copy of it to come in on a DVD. But the most fast way to do it is download. Um, it is a great piece of software. You, it's multi-purpose. You can use it to record. You can use it to edit. And you can also use it uh, to record and edit music on if you choose to do a more traditional way to have music recorded for your show. So I would highly recommend Audacity. Um, I know other people use some of the fancier, more paid ones, which is fine and great. But, you know, again, when you're getting started, I wouldn't worry about putting a lot of money into it. Just focus on having the stuff and start playing around with it and recording yourself to get familiar and comfortable so you can do your very best with actual recording of your episodes. Um, for And you also use this for editing as well. So I record and edit it on Audacity. So I do highly, highly recommend Audacity for people who want to get started. Um, so basically, because I have a very simple setup, it's not a big deals not a whole lot stuff that I basically already had um, also depending on who you want to use for hosting on your platform they may have an app free record case in point anchor which is a great platform for um, hosting podcasts uh, it's free they have a way for you to start monetizing etc it is really a great one in my personal opinion they do have an app so basically you, if you have your cell phone you can record an episode there's limitations of the app um, as there's limitations with everything even like with my setup there are some limitations I'm not going to say there isn't um, so you do need to keep that in mind especially if you're going to do a show where you're going to have a lot of interviews or mostly have different people guests come on you probably won't want to use the app you will want to spend a little bit more running make sure you have the right equipment um, but there are, you know, ways to work around that. So if it's something where you're not going to have a lot of focus on guests and other people, you're, you're probably going to be fine with a very simple and uh, temporary setup and a setup that can really be taken anywhere. Um, you don't need to worry about having like studio, you know, studio space to do, etc. It can really be done anywhere. I would recommend recording in a room where you're alone with a door um, and maybe not have the room be all that empty so you don't have bad echo. But for the most part, I think really you could probably record anywhere with just a very simple setup. With that being said, uh, to go on to the topic a little bit about the platforms. So well, a lot of confusion about platforms. When I first got started looking into this um, having a podcast, you know, I was kind of confused about platforms. You hear a lot about some of the paid ones, like Podbean, Lisbon, things like those, which are great. Uh, I know a lot of people like them, but they do 
have more specifics to associate with them, so they do take longer to set up and get it fixed up. Plus, there is a fee, and a lot of times you don't pay a fee for unlimited. You're paying by how much space you use, which I get. It's a way that they make the money. I'm not against making profits by any means. Obviously, if I did, I wouldn't be an entrepreneur or have a podcast about entrepreneurship. But for the most part, I would say, you know, that's kind of off-putting. Um, I know a lot of people are tempted to use uh, SoundCloud, as you've probably heard tons of SoundCloud rappers. It's a way a lot of people get music. I would say it's probably more of a music community than a podcast community. Um, I did, for the first couple episodes, I did record it on there too. But I will say, I'm just, they're going bankrupt. They're in the process of it. I don't know if they're going to be around forever. And I'm just not happy with them, so I kind of stopped. Um, so I would suggest avoiding them. If you do decide to do an audio, um, or not an audio, but a video podcast or video and audio you can get youtube obviously as well um but i would say if we're growing really using stuff like youtube and soundcloud are not going to be your best options so you might want to consider that um a lot of people do have their own websites i do recommend to have a podcast have your own website for your podcast regardless of who you choose to host um for yourself because it's just kind of more professional and a way for people to reach you and contact you um you can check out mine which is entrepreneurbyte.com if you want to find out more about this podcast and how to reach me. Uh, but for the most part, you know, I would say have a website. You can get a free one. Um, I do use uh, Wix.com for my website. I think it's great. It was simple. Um, I do have technical ability to build one by HTML. But as someone who does have a full-time job, plus doing this podcast on the side and having other projects I want to work on, it is a little bit time-consuming to do that, so it was a lot easier to go with a drag-and-drop platform. Um, There's also things like Squarespace, um, Webly, but I did use Wix for mine, so that's something to consider as well. And make sure you buy your domain name because it makes your podcast look more serious. So uh, you need to take that into consideration. If you're going to actually host your podcast on your own website, you probably won't want to use those. You probably want to use some something more like GoDaddy, uh, Bluehost, HostGator, etc., because that will give you more wiggle room to do what you can and cannot do on your website. So I would advise doing that. But if you are going to be like me, will you host it on a different platform, such as um, I currently host mine on Anchor, uh, which I know a lot of people love to knock Anchor. I personally think Anchor does a lot of good. I don't think they do anything wrong with their websites and platform. They make it super easy for you to submit it to a bunch of different podcast hosting sites. So like, um, you know, you can Google, Apple, even Spotify. It makes it super easy to do that all, all in one way. Because if you do on something like Lisbon or Podbean, you do have to submit it yourself individually. But I guess it kind of depends on your goal and mission. So just do a little bit more research on what you want to do for that. But if you do host on something like um, Anchor.com, you're not not necessary to have a website. But I would highly advise to have a website. Uh, but if you do use one of the other hosting services for it, you will need your own website to basically store your files on. Um, so you want to make sure you have your domain name ready to go and you have your hosting planned for your podcast and then also for your website. Uh, let's talk about marketing. So, you know, as someone who is, you know probably not the best marketer. I'm not going to say sit here and say that I know all stuff about the marketing because, you know, I struggle with it. Um, but you want to think about your marketing plan and figure out where your audience is. So again, kind of thinking back about what your topic is going to be, you know, you want to think about how you're going to do that. For me, most of my um, 
social media aspect of this and focus on it has actually been doing it through Twitter. Uh, I do have my own hashtag, <laughs> TEB Podcasts. Um, then also I use hashtags for f- similar topics depending on what the episode is. So if it's an episode about like for podcasting, I will be using podcasting as one of my hashtags for it along with my own. Um, so things along those lines, you know, I use startup a lot. Um, I use entrepreneur, solopreneur. I would use a bunch of whole different plates of different words and things around similar topics to startups, um, you know, things along those lines that are helpful. So keep that in mind. I would recommend highly to use a lot of hashtags for promoting. I'm trying to do better with promoting also on Instagram. Um, it's a little bit of a learning curve for me, but I also want to do more. I will say I don't really do a lot on Facebook. I do have pages for them, but because of how Facebook has kind of rigged that there are pages where basically they want you to pay to reach a lot of people. I'm not quite happy with that, and I really don't think that's going to be your best way. But you could use Facebook groups as an example. Um, make sure you follow an arena role because a lot of Facebook groups where you can't do self-promotion. Um, go on sites like uh Yahoo Answers, etc. Um, just get creative and figure out where your core audience is. And of course, don't be afraid to ask people to share your podcast with people that they know who they think might enjoy it. That's a great way to kind of broaden your reach and spread the word to help it get out there. Oh, also back on the topic of website, if you do have a website, make sure you do get it indexed by Google and on all the search engines. That way it is searchable by the name of your podcast. Um, that will also help with it, especially if you do choose to have your own hashtag. Okay, uh, let me think of some of the other things that I know that are important to consider and think about in the world of podcasting. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about how you are going to make money off of it. So I know this is a big topic, especially as I mentioned earlier in this episode, a lot of people, they, let's be honest, they get started like they do with YouTube. They get started with the, in the goal of hoping to make money. Right now, is there a lot of ways to make money off podcasting? I'm going to be 100% completely honest with you. No, uh, there's not a lot of wiggle room. You know what YouTube has done for video platforms? They made it, at the time, it's not so easy now, but they made it, fairly easy for people to start making money off of uh, their video content. And that was great. It was a game changer and a lot of other sites quickly followed suit in that. Um, so it really was a game changer for a platform. Before, before that, before YouTube did it, there really wasn't a lot of ways for them to do it. Um, so I'm going to be honest, podcast is that as well. Um, I know some people, they don't monetize the podcast at all. They use it as a lead generation. So kind of depending, I guess, on what topic and is it going to be related to another business you have? Are you going to use it to kind of funnel clients to your business? If that is the case, you know, go ahead and don't worry about monetizing your podcast. I mean, unless you really want to. Um, it kind of just depends on your focus. So, you know, that's one thing. If it's kind of more of a general podcast, um, you don't have a super niche topic. So you're kind of talking about, I don't know, maybe world news, news in general, celebrity gossip, uh, paranormal, anything along those lines. You might have a little bit of a hard time to find advertisers for it, especially if you don't have a super big reach. And again, depending on who you are hosting it with. As I mentioned earlier, Anchor does make it fairly easy for you to monetize your podcast. 
you have two options. Um, one is kind of sort of their own like Patreon system where basically people can subscribe a monthly donation to your podcast and share the support. Um, I know quite a few people do have it enabled. I don't really think a lot of people have made a lot of money off of it. It's relatively new. It's only a couple months old. It's actually less than six months old because my podcast is older than it technically. Um, so, you know, give or take with that. I probably will grow over time. And then I also have now uh, introduced advertisements where you basically record an advertisement for whoever decides to sponsor your podcast um and that's you know basically kind of like how adsense works depending on how many listens you get you get a percentage of money off of that so that is something to keep in mind as well um how so have i seen any significance with it the ads have probably been the best at all but i say i've made a ton of money off of it certainly not uh, so very little actually um but that's you know, at this point, yes, I got started with my podcast, hoping to do something more with it. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't, I wouldn't love for it to eventually become like a full-time job. That would be a lie to tell you that. And I'm not going to be the liar or be a liar to you guys. Um, I know as with any business and any business venture you have, it's going to take time and a lot of effort. So I'm not going to pressure myself and put myself in a tizzy over it you know it is what it is at this point um mostly i'm just having a lot of fun with it and seeing where it goes with growth in terms of listeners so that's my main focus for now but yes um that can be one i know some people also use actual patreon i know there's been a lot of hatred on patreon lately um because they feel like the censorship on certain segments particularly a certain political side that people have talked about being kind of censored as we see with a lot of um the techno space you know sil- uh, silicon valley so you know i know a lot of people are against that um, there's probably other ones if not you know they can create the one themselves um you can also use it to help advertise other services so like if you're a consultant you can help your pod- use your podcast to help you advertise that your books um etc you know things like that and then also if you do have a video podcast as well or audio and video you can always upload it to youtube i know youtube has changed their partner program last year so you want you won't be able to monetize it right away but if you work on it promote it and probably do other videos in addition to the podcast you probably have a fairly good shot at at least turning a profit on that side of the platform um but other than that there's really not a lot of, of room We'll see if 2019 changes that, if that makes it where more people or more platforms decide to try to copy Anchor's example, because Anchor is trying to be what YouTube is for video. They are trying to be for a podcast. It is something I completely support. I think their mission is great. I'm excited to see where they all go with it. But um, right now, other than that, there really isn't a lot of options in terms of making money. So you need to keep that in mind. Also, let's talk about realistic, uh, you know, expectations for listeners. So when I got started, you know, um, back in July, I knew that it's going to take a while to build listeners up. Um, it's definitely not always going to be the easiest thing. And while podcasts are definitely growing and booming and more people are getting involved in it, probably right now is a better time to get involved in it than later because I do expect us to see a humongous surge and increase of it that would kind of dilute the uh, podcast pool. So it's probably better to get started earlier than later in there, as it is with anything. Um, but I figured I was going to take a while. Now, I will say, as I mentioned in previous episodes, especially on my goals, uh, you know, it has done better and exceeded better than I expected in terms of listeners. Um, so I'm very happy about that. Is it a whole lot by other people? Probably not. Um, you know, because I've only really used Twitter as my main source of traffic. 
Uh, I am hoping to fix that for 2019 with a new focus on some of the other things. But for the most part, you know, it's actually has done succeedingly well for kind of going into this with, you know, basically on one leg. Um, if you think of your marketing plan as legs, it's really been one leg heavy in terms of where all my traffic is coming from. So I will say it's done better. But I do think you need to have realistic explanations. So for myself, you know, I set myself what I thought was an attainable but lower end goal. Um, I would say within the first two months, I succeeded that. And every month, pretty much, except for October or November, was it? I guess in November, I, I actually succeeded over that as well. So I've been very pleased with the growth that I have seen. Um, I do think a lot of the topics and my advice resonates, plus with the fact that I am sharing my own past experiences with what the topic is, and I do have a lot to say, and it's tons of topics to go on about. So I think that helps. Again, it will definitely be different for everyone. Nobody's two podcasts are going to be alike. That's a okay. You shouldn't expect it to be that way. Um, what somebody else's journey in podcasting looks like won't be your journey, but whoever comes in behind you, their journey won't be your journey either. So something to keep in mind. Uh, have realistic expectations, set goals. Goals are important for anything. Um, I, again, think it's something that's not talked enough about in the world of entrepreneurship. So make sure you do set yourself goals and you try to work to attain them. Don't set goals and just expect them to magically happen or be reached. You do have to work towards them. So with that being said, uh, make sure you have attainable goals and every month try to grow that. Um, you know, have your baseline goal and see if you can succeed over that. I think that's helpful, especially as we continue to see it grow and listen. Um, other than that, I think that's all. Let's see. I've covered platforms, naming, creating a website, hosting, monetization, marketing um is there anything else that i should touch about on topic um, i guess not so with that being said uh we are about at my goal for how long each episode is um, oh, a few final reminders yes make sure you do have a set goal for however long you want each episode uh you know intro and outro music does kind of help lengthen it but do try to always make sure you kind of reach that goal in terms of what you record and talking pre-editing that way you don't have to really worry that much about being shorter than that and consistency as with anything you hear people talk about on youtube as well consistency and singular blogging consistency is everything you want to be consistent you want to show that your supporters you are a steady person to rely on for information and advice and as a good resource um you know you want to show that you are set to stick through with it and work on it no matter what obviously sometimes life gets in the way and there'll be times you won't be able to stay 100 percent true to your schedule for the most part i think it is better to set yourself a schedule and make sure like i said it's attainable don't set it too low don't set it too high kind of same with like your goals you want to make sure you set it just the right amount where you know okay i probably can at least meet this commitment to it commitment is important because your listeners want to know you are invested in what you're doing so they know they can trust you um and then also pick what day of the week you're going to upload um, i did pick sunday for all my new episodes because a there's not that many released on a weekend and also it's kind of like the first new set released every week so it's kind of a good timing but again you know play around with that also try to consistently release your episodes around the same time on the same day of the week um that is helpful so your listeners can again kind of know when you will be they can expect a new episode i do try always around um about 9 a.m sunday morning eastern time so that is something that you can 
take into account, play around with, as well as your consistency. Um, and then what else was I going to say? I mentioned consistency and timing. Okay, so if you like the Entrepreneur Bite, you like my advice, you want to hear more, um, you want to reach out to me, you can contact me on theentrepreneurbite.com. I do have a form for you to reach out to me. You can also follow me on Twitter. I am VR00. Um, I do have another side project that has not been as successful as I had hoped. I probably will have a future episode about, but it is uh, bizblazes.com, which is an email processing system for you to help kind of get toes away in terms of entrepreneurship. Um, and I do have other projects. I do have a book, ebook coming out. I know I keep hinting and teasing it. It is on its way out. And I do have some other projects. Um, if you like the show and you want to continue to show your support and help me reach bigger goals and get better equipment, please feel free to do a monthly donation. You should see on whatever platform you choose to listen to an option to do it. It would be very helpful and very appreciative. Um, for me to be able to rely on you guys for your, your support. If you don't have financial ability to put monetary support towards me, that's fine. All I ask is for you to share and tell others about my podcast and share some of your favorite episodes with them to help spread the word. Um, with that being said, until next time, I'll see you then. Music